1: Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances too. Well-qualified customers. Full price. 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Wake up, sweetheart. Hi, everyone. This is Grace. And I am so excited to be in the studio today with Mike from the channel Tiara de Aguela. And you might also know him as Dr. Andrew Michaels. Um, and he has a couple other characters that he plays on his channel, but that is by far his most popular one. So I'm really excited to be here with him today. And we're going to be talking about mental health and ASMR and kind of how those two things overlap and um, how ASMR is... A help for people who are dealing with depression, anxiety, PTSD, and other issues. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Mike and let him introduce himself and tell you a little bit more about his channel. Hi, Mike.
0: Hi. Hi, Grace. It's uh, really good to have uh, this opportunity to talk to you. I, w- I actually was really excited about this. Uh, I think we're going to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Yes, and I'm not a medical professional at all. I just play one on TV, <laughs> as the old commercial goes, um, yep. but yeah, I I'm... just enjoy it and- and you end up uh, helping a lot of people, and it, and it is a strange, strange situation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, um, you bring up a good point. We probably should put out that little disclaimer before we start our discussion. <laughs> um, neither one of us are medical professionals um, or therapists, so obviously this discussion is going to be from our own personal viewpoints. Um, you know, we're not here representing any kind of profession or organization, um, so just... Take what we say with a grain of salt. And I'm going to actually post links down in the description uh, for NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and they have a lot of resources that can help people who are struggling with mental illness and also their family members and friends. Um, I'm also going to post a link for BetterHelp, which is an online counseling service. Um, I have a family member who's actually used that to great effect, and um, I think that it's a really fantastic service. And I do want to put a little disclaimer out there. I am a BetterHelp affiliate, so if you click on that link, um, you will be helping to support The Grove if you decide to purchase counseling services, but I would not promote any product that I don't personally believe in, and like I said, my family member actually used it, and that's what inspired me to become an affiliate, so I do just want to have full transparency there. So let's go ahead and get into our discussion. Um, So, Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to get into ASMR and to start um, kind of creating this amazing art that you create?
0: Okay. um, Let's see. Around probably 2012, I started to dabble with ASMR videos on another channel. I liked it. I watched it. Uh, I was watching way back when the they used to call them Whisperers. I think it was the Whisperers oh. community.
1: Yeah, nice. They
0: they didn't even have the the word or the phrase ASMR around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I watched all the classics, you know, like Gentle Whispering and um, Whispers Unicorn and uh, Calming Escapes was even back then one of the newer artists. A lot of the artists I used to watch are gone, but some of them are still around. Mm-hmm. But uh, I started dabbling with it and I became friends with somebody named Lauren Fenton, who has her own ASMR channel. And I bring her up because she was struggling to get recognized and noticed, and she said, "You know, do you have any advice?" Because I was bigger than her channel then. Then, mm-hmm. and I said, "Well, let's look around." And I looked around. I tried to find some groups, and there were some Facebook groups uh, about whispering and different things. And there was this Reddit for ASMR, and it's the first time I ever saw the word AS or the phrase uh, ASMR. Mm-hmm. And I put her onto it, and I said, "Gee whiz." They're allowed to post their own videos on that Reddit. They're breaking all the rules of Reddit. You know, there's a huge community growing there. And I thought, you know, I, I'm a pretty good actor. I, I could probably get into this because the hardest thing in YouTube is self promotion because everybody right. thinks it's spamming and they just shut you down. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the ASMR community doing what you're not supposed to do, which that's pretty much the crux of the whole thing. The ASMR community never does what you're supposed to do. They act weird. They act exotic. They act strange. Mm-hmm. and They unnerve people, and they break all the rules. Mm-hmm. And uh, – Uh, We can go into that as deeply as you want, but uh, I don't want to use specific examples of friends, but (laughs) we do break the rules constantly in Mm -hmm. ASMR that are, uh, you know, that gets everybody else in trouble and we get away with it mostly. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I decided to try and start a channel and uh, I didn't think it would do well and it it ended up taking off pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So that's That's the short version.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. So um, I've recently just finished up a creator series. Um, I talked to ASMR Muzz and I talked to Articulate Design ASMR, so Matt and Muzz. And Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that we were talking about is compassion. Um, And really in in that context, we were talking about it in the sense of um, creator self-care. So, you know, having compassion for yourself as well as compassion for others, but I think one of the things that I found um, in this community in particular is how compassionate um, creators are and really how a lot of them are inspired to create this art because they want to help people. They want to take care of people. And I think that mental health issues kind of come into play there because I know a lot of us um, struggle with that ourselves, Um, and we have been consumers of ASMR to try to help us deal Mm -hmm. with those issues. And I know you're kind of talking about being a consumer of ASMR before you were a creator, and I think that's a really common story. Um, Was any of that inspired by mental health issues or, you know, struggling maybe with depression or anxiety or anything of that nature?
0: Well, uh, my regular job is like a Homer Simpson type job from the Simpsons. You know, he works at a power plant. Right. And that's, you know, that's the truth. I actually work at a job kind of like that where I'm sitting Mm -hmm. at a console trying not to blow up my coworkers or kill Mm -hmm. anyone Mm -hmm. with uh, this boiler that I'm running. Mm -hmm. And I work odd hours, odd shifts. I work seven days a week. Mm -hmm. So I got out of sleep rhythm really bad. I never had insomnia, but I had trouble getting a good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. And ASMR, you could put it on. You could put on these girls whispering, and they're telling you some story. They're reading you a book, uh, just doing an audio. Like for yourself, for instance, Mm -hmm. you do these audios, and you're just – Wrapping a story around the person's mind and you're bringing them into the story. They're part of the, they're part of the story. They're mm-hmm. participating in the story because it's role play. Role yeah. play is awesome for that. You know, it's mm-hmm. The idea is you're putting a person in the story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to do role play games back in the 90s. And I mm-hmm. thought, well, these girls are doing what I basically was doing 15 years ago mm-hmm. as a dungeon master or a master of a game with pen and paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I worked odd hours and I worked shift work. So one day I'm on daylight, then I'm on midnights, then I'm mm-hmm. on afternoons. ASMR was like a life-saving raft that just floated across the ocean and saved my life because I was able to sit down in my chair, put on an ASMR video and go f- and fall asleep. Oh, that's great. And then I'd wake up, a, you know, an hour later or so and either be refreshed. If it was at night, I could put an ASMR video on and start falling asleep and go right to bed. Mm-hmm. And then these geniuses invented this sleep mask with earphones in it mm-hmm. so you could sleep with a mask on and that makes it even better. Oh, yeah. So um, when I'm on midnight turn a few days a week, the ASMR basically is the only reason I get to bed at night. Because I'm going to bed at like nine or ten in the morning when everybody else is up mowing their lawn and everything, mm-hmm. so I have to get some sleep, and uh, it saved my life. I I really believe that. Yeah,
1: that's great. I know they've done a lot of studies about shift work um, and how it affects mood, um, mm-hmm. and you know how it can, you know, yeah, when your sleep rhythms get messed up. Um, that's, it's really bad for your, your physical health. It's, it can be dangerous for you. So that's really great. Another fantastic use of ASMR. Um, I know I use it to get to sleep at night as well. I, I don't do shift work, but, um, I have insomnia, so yeah, it's fantastic for that. And that's actually how I got into ASMR was I wasn't able to sleep and, you know, I kind of stumbled across it, you know, one morning at like mm-hmm. three in the morning on YouTube, <laughs> you know, you're just kind of surfing online because you can't sleep. And, yeah, I actually found, like, these boyfriend roleplay videos, and I was like, what the <laughs> heck is this? What is this weird stuff? <laughs> and, yeah, they were just fantastic. I couldn't believe it. Um, and like you said, it it's just this amazing art form where, you know, you as the listener get pulled into the story. Um, and it's one of the reasons why I love roleplays because it really requires active participation of both you as the artist and the listener um, in order for it to work. And I just think that's the most amazing thing to think about. You know, I'm kind of doing my part, but until the listener actually listens to it and actively engages their imagination, the art's not complete. Um, and it's different for everyone. So everyone has a little bit of a different experience with it because. Mm-hmm everyone's imagination is a little bit different, and um yeah i just I just think that's so cool that just like really excites my imagination <laughs> There's been an interesting uh study from the University of Sheffield that uh, just came out um i think it's been maybe it's been a month or two um I lose track of time. <laughs> But um, they actually are doing some scientific studies on ASMR now showing that um, it has real physiological effects on people, um, like slowing their heart rate, lowering their stress response. Um, It really does help people become less anxious, um, which then can, you know, help with depression in a way um, and also help you sleep. Um, So I think that that's, it's really cool that they're doing a lot of these scientific studies now to um, really explore ASMR um, as a legitimate, you know, physiological response. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think it's pretty neat. And um, we were talking a little bit earlier before we started recording. um, I know I've had some creators tell me that they get ASMR and I've had other creators tell me that they don't. Which camp do you fall into?
0: Oh, I definitely, I definitely get it. I I was able Mm -hmm. to self induce asmr effects when Ooh. i was a little child oh, and wow. uh, i've done a couple of videos on it where you take a pencil mm. and you trace your face oh. with a with a graphite pencil or um mm-hmm. you know like when your mom was your when you were little i mean not everybody did mm-hmm. it but a lot of moms would say right on my back with a pen or a pencil yeah. i don't know if you ever did mm-hmm. that when you were kids yeah yeah, and i, did. Uh, yeah. And I just I guess, made the leap or whatever, do it to yourself, you know, and um, Mm -hmm. around your eyes, all those, you know, nerve endings around your eyeballs and stuff, which is really smart to take a sharp number two pencil and put as close (laughs) to your eye as you can as a boy. But that's what boys do.
1: That's right. living dangerously.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I uh, used to get it when I, when my dad and mom thought they had to have good posture in their children. So they took us to Mm -hmm. get orthopedic shoes when we were little kids. Mm. <laughs> and they had a shoe shine guy there. You know, the guy would do the shoe shining, mm-hmm. and I'd watch yeah. that guy. You know, we're getting our shoes. We're getting fitted. There's three brothers, so we're hanging out at the shoe store quite a bit, getting sized and getting our mm-hmm. dress shoes so we can go to church and look dapper for my parents. Mm-hmm. I was just amazed. This guy's snapping that towel and doing the shoe shine, and I'd get this tingle in the back of my head. And oh. I I remember telling my mom and dad about it, and how I could cross my eyes and get this effect. I could hold something like a few inches away from my face and cross my eyes and get this ASMR effect. And, of course, they immediately took me to the eye doctor. And the eye doctor told me to quit doing it. And that's that's a true story. But uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the camp I fall in.
1: yeah yeah me too i i get asmr very strongly and um my first experience was actually with hair brushing and it's still one of my favorite triggers Mm -hmm. um but i had a very similar story and i think a lot of us do that you know we experienced asmr as children and then it got shut down um you know by adults um i had the same thing happen um uh one of my aunts my My mom has, like, six brothers and sisters. We have a huge family. And um, her youngest sister was very close to my age. Um, You know, she was just a few years older than me. And when we would go visit, I would always ask her to – she would always brush my hair. You know, and it was like my – it was like our thing that we did together. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd sit and she'd brush my hair and I would get ASMR. Of course, I didn't know at the time what it was. I just knew that, you know, it was like – it just made me feel amazing and totally blissed me out. So – you know, she did this for years, and then finally we were on a family trip, and we were in the back seat of the car, and I was like, "Oh, you know, please brush my hair," and she was like, "Okay," and you know, I was sitting there, and you know, I'm kind of like, "Oh, that feels so good. That's so nice," you know, I was totally in my ASMR mode, and she just stopped, and said, "You're too old for this. I can't do this for you anymore," mm-hmm. and I was like uh, okay. And like at the time I didn't get it, but now I understand what was happening. She thought I was having some kind of sexual response. Yeah. And that I was enjoying it too much. Um, you know, cause like there's such a thing as too much enjoyment. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> right. And so, um, yeah, she just like immediately shut it down. And of course, you know, I, I actually don't even know if anybody other than my hairdressers touched my hair since then. <laughs>
0: Well that would be kind of traumatic too because it was mm -hmm, sudden and they didn't explain it. They didn't sit down and talk about it.
1: Exactly. So I I think this is a really I think this is a really interesting experience for Mm -hmm. a lot of creators and listeners is that we have, you know, we had this wonderful experience as children, and then suddenly it got wrapped up in a little bit of trauma and shame, and you know, we kind of got shut down and then we sort of carried that with us into adulthood, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then maybe eventually found this amazing community where suddenly we were okay again. Um, And so I really think ASMR has, you know, can have a very therapeutic effect. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think finding this community can be, like you said, a real lifesaver for people um, for a lot of different reasons. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I think that's really amazing. Um, I, w- I want to really get into um, talking about how we deal with uh, these mental health issues that come up um, okay. in our community. So, you know, as creators, um, you know, your channel is much larger than mine. You're you're over 100,000 subscribers now. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's <laughs> really exciting. I saw you got your button. <laughs> yes, I
0: got my silver button.
1: Yeah, that's so cool! Congratulations. That was that was
0: weird. That was mm-hmm. uh, otherworldly. I didn't let myself believe I was getting that button until I opened it up and looked inside. Oh. <laughs> I, you know, I'm one of those people. You know, you know, if I'm going to get something, I'm going to get it, and mm-hmm. I just go out and get it. This <laughs> was weird. This was like uh, Christmas. It's not yours oh. until you open it up, and there it is, and you got it in your oh. hand. So. I kept thinking, you know, maybe it's a trick. Maybe they're lying. Right. You know, I'll open it up and it's a box <laughs> of, you know, tissues telling you, wipe your tears. You're not getting it. you know. Right. <laughs> so it really was surreal how much it, I was bothered by that. I don't know why, but, mm. you know, but we changed our mind. You're not getting it, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. That
0: did bother me a lot, which is weird because it shouldn't have, but it did.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and they could have then, been nicer. But- the, well, excuse me. <laughs> I didn't mean mm-hmm. to interrupt. But they, they oh, really no, no. Go ahead. they went out of their way. When you get to that level, it's like a door opens up. And all of a sudden, oh. you're in the cool kids' uh, lunchroom table. And Uh-oh. they're writing me emails letting me know it's been created, letting me know it's been mm-hmm. shipped, letting me know it's on its way. And I'm like, this is too good to be true because YouTube sucks. <laughs> right, yeah. So this is too good You're to be true. you like, am I Yeah, I felt like you guys are being too nice to me. So this is not normal. It's <laughs> right. a little weird. And then I had a problem with some videos, and they actually took care of it. So that was oh, weird that they actually wow. wrote me and said, we took care of everything for you. You're great. Thanks. Anything else we can take wow. care of? And I'm like, do you work for YouTube? <laughs> You're I'm, like, what happened? I'm actually talking to a real person. Yeah, I'm a real person. No, oh come gosh. on. This is somebody in India. At a call center, mm-hmm. no, it's a real person. Mm-hmm. So, it's wow, that's very, amazing. yeah, it's it's very s- strange. I'm not even used to it.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's cool, but you deserve it. I mean, you put so much work into your channel. Well, it, it, it took
0: a while. It took a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So and you know, um it's I was talking about this last week with Matt uh, from Articulate Design, and you know, we were talking about how this you know, this work that we do, it really is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and people really need to pace themselves because you've got to be in it for the long haul. Um, you know, and and it will take some time. And I think most of us work full time jobs sure um, while we're doing this. Um, so yeah, it can be a lot to keep be consistent with it. Yeah. Um and I think one of the really um amazing things about you and I think that makes you stand out is that you are so generous with other creators, especially with smaller channels um and you really reach out and you try to foster community um and I just think that that's amazing um I think that's really great believe it or not mm-hmm.
0: i i think i had well i had less than a th- maybe I had a thousand subscribers and I'd already been contacted by several a s m artists that had uh over a hundred thousand subscribers at that time. Okay. So that, but those were different times. That was back in the old mm-hmm. old days. I, this is something we could talk about in another podcast, but just to touch on it real quickly, I mm-hmm. consider yeah. myself part of the second phase, the second wave of artists. The first mm-hmm. wave being like your gentle whispers, your ephemeral riffs, your massage ASMR, mm-hmm. um, all of those people. Mm-hmm. That was the first wave. Then the second wave was like me and, uh, some of my contemporaries Mm -hmm. and then uh the third wave was like your friend matt and that they all kind of came right after us and it was like a huge wave of them came and then the fourth wave is the newer artists that are Mm
1: -hmm. trying
0: to start right now you kind of can check and see where you fall in on that but uh it was weird because back then there wasn't that many of us and we all kind of knew each other and kind of looked out for each other and it was a really and they still do like i'm friends with Mm -hmm. artists that you probably would surprise you who I who I know and who I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it was weird. They they either like here and I think it's preference. They liked some video I did, so they like me. If sure. they if they didn't like my videos, they they don't have a reason to write to me. So I don't mm-hmm. take it personal. Yeah. Cuz there's yeah. artists I just don't watch. Which is odd right. about and that's the odd thing about ASMR. There's people you just don't watch.
1: Right, cuz we all have different preferences and mm-hmm. different and triggers tastes.
0: And- yeah. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of male artists, but I try to because they write to me all the time. So I try to be Mm -hmm. and this is generous. I try to watch their videos, but I get very little ASMR from watching men. And um, but I try and there's a lot of good ones out there and they're trying really hard. So I Yeah, mm, they are there's a disadvantage um, of being a male in ASMR, I can tell you that.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, there is. <laughs> but the dis
0: but the sure. disadvantage is men usually have to be a little more creative and work a little harder, but you know, there's also mm-hmm. benefits, they don't get trolled as hard as the girls do. The girls get trolled so hard and picked on yes. so badly and then they end up quitting. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd rather be a man than a woman artist because Mm -hmm. I don't want to go through what the women go through.
1: Right. Yeah, there's yeah. Unfortunately, there is a lot of trolling. And I have to say, though, probably not as much as in some other communities Mm -hmm. or other genres. Um, You know, I think that for the most part, we have a pretty um, lovely listener base. Um, and I know I personally, you know, I've had a few troll issues and um, you know some, a few nasty things that I won't repeat. Um, sure. But for the most part, you know, I've been doing this almost two years now, and for the most part, it's been lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, people are so kind and complimentary, and I get so many letters and emails from people who say, you know, thank you so much. You know, I was having such a hard time, and your your audios helped me get through that. Um, you know, or, you know, I haven't been able to sleep for, you know, years and I finally was able to sleep last night. Um, and, you know, that's the kind of stuff that just keeps me going and really inspires me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that we can do a lot of good. So kind of have to shove the trolls over to the side and
0: well, that's, <laughs> just keep that's on That's trucking. the weird thing. Uh, recently, mm-hmm. some family member discovered my videos and (laughs) i don't really care what anybody you probably tell from my channel and my subject matter Mm -hmm. that i probably don't care what they think of me already Mm -hmm. but i was amazed that what they came away with well they didn't understand asmr they don't like it they don't get it but they came away with i read the comments and all the people like him and they are so positive and they he's helping people it's really weird Mm -hmm. so it must be something there And I thought that was at least she was objective and she looked at it and she Mm -hmm. looked at the comments and she saw that people are getting help. And there's something we never discuss in ASMR. And this goes into your depression and Mm -hmm. healthcare and everything else. ASMR is a non-medical therapy to help Mm -hmm. people with all of these problems that they try to prescribe medications for to fix. You know, stress, anxiety, insomnia, all these problems. I'll just take a pill. Mm -hmm. I'll drink a couple beers. I'll fall asleep. I'm stressed out. I'll just take a Xanax, whatever, not a Xanax, a Zoloft, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my stomach's bothering me, uh, um, my nerves, whatever. Mm -hmm. We are offering a non-medical alternative to things that could damage your liver over time Mm -hmm. if you have to be, you know, reliant on these things. you know, and shorten your lifespan. And anytime you have less stress in your life, meditation, yoga, all these things help extend your life because you're calmer, you're more relaxed, you're working the stress out of your life. Mm -hmm. ASMR is just one of those things. That's what I think anyway.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. You know, in my personal life, I'm, I'm very much anti-pharmaceuticals, you know, anti-Western medicine. Obviously, there are some things that, you know, it's fantastic for. Um, Antibiotics are one if they're used properly. Um, And, you know, if I've broken my leg, I'm definitely going to go to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like the stuff that you're talking about, like these... Kind of chronic lifestyle issues um, that really can be addressed in alternative ways that are so much, um, you know, they're not as toxic for people that um, don't necessarily cost anything. So they, you know, they don't have to worry about maybe I don't have insurance and can't afford it, or I'm going to have to put myself, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to be able to, you know, take care of myself. Um, You know, ASMR can offer an alternative there um, that's very low, you know, no to low cost. And like you said, that doesn't really have all these sort of side effects um, that the medications have. So, yeah, it is pretty cool to be able to help people that way.
0: Sure. And you bring up a good point, too. It is free if you don't want to support Mm -hmm. people, if you don't have the money to support people, if you're on a tight budget, you do not have to pay for this service. You can get it for Mm -hmm. free. And I... You know, people brag. I will brag about this. I don't have a patron. Uh, I do have a way to support me through the Tingles app, but mm-hmm. I tell people in my videos: if you don't have the money, don't send me anything. Keep right. your money. You know, that's not what this is about. I get ad revenue. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. Um, if you want to help because you have extra income and you feel like you want to support this kind of art form, that's different. But you know it is something that you can get for free and i've been a big mm-hmm. proponent of that because uh there's just so many people out there i think that they they feel guilty they feel like they owe you an obligation no you don't this mm-hmm. is something where uh, for one time in the history of humanity we're we're actually helping each other and it doesn't and it yeah. is free yeah for the price of it, the internet and the computer i guess but it's right. it's basically a free service
1: mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah, and it's one reason why I, you know, I don't have all of my content behind a paywall, mm-hmm. um, and you know, it, I will always have free ASMR content out there um, because you know there are so many people who who need this.
0: Well, that's that's um, how they're going to discover you.
1: Mm-hmm, right, they're not going to exactly. discover
0: you unless you yeah. put a billboard up, and right. you know, I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not going to sit here and you know promote a product that's out there, but I like to look at products mm-hmm. that are like billboards on the internet they they Mm -hmm. you know they give people a chance to see it and discover it and that's what i look for i look for things that pay back to the viewer Mm -hmm. you know so i don't want to mention too much of that but you know i just don't want to mention specific Mm -hmm. programs and stuff i'm not a big patreon person because Mm -hmm. which might surprise you but i i what's the benefit you know i mean let's i don't want to get into it i should stop right there
1: no, it's OK. Please, <laughs> no. please do.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I have my own views on things and I'm not against it. I just think, you know, there's other methods to work with your viewers, you know.
1: Yeah. And I think um, I think one of the things about Patreon is that it certainly does not work for every creator and it's not the best option for every creator. Um, I think you kind of have to really look at your own business model, look at your own content, look at your own sort of listener base and kind of make that decision. Um,
0: sure. And, know, I, and it's I, definitely
1: a personal one.
0: I do think it's an individual yeah. choice, but there's a lot of mm-hmm. things like that. There's a lot of ways to mm-hmm. to do different things, you know. Some people uh, – I think it's Laura Minks likes to send letters to people. She mm-hmm. just likes to mail letters to That's viewers. Cool. So if you write to her, <laughs> she sends you a letter. And I thought oh. that is the coolest thing – yeah, when you look on her Facebook really and somebody's cool. holding up an envelope mm-hmm. that they got from Laura Minx, it's like the old radio premiums you used to get when you were <laughs> kids, you know, or the little thing you wrote and you sent off and like eight weeks later mm-hmm. it came in the back of a cereal box you wrote, yeah. you know, and Laura's mm-hmm. doing that. And I just think it's so cool that she does something silly. It's not silly either. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, in, you're in a position in your life where you need a little help and comfort and support or just yeah. somebody to listen to you. And here's Laura sending you a letter saying, you know, thanks for listening. And it's like right. a real connection. So, yeah, and I think
1: especially with it being an actual piece of mail yeah. um, rather than an email or, a, you know, a text message or something, I think that makes it even more special. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't know she did that. I think
0: she sends a photo, but, you know, it's one of those things where if I say that and then she'll be like, Mike, I don't send photos. <laughs> Why did you go on there and say that? But she does, did you, you tell know, them that? <laughs> <laughs> I think she does, but it's it's just cool that she would take funny. the time to do that. There, but there's artists yeah. like that that are mm-hmm. huge that don't need mm-hmm. to do these kind of things, and they connect nice. with somebody that's just a person. You know, just they mm-hmm. they're not getting money out of that person, they're not getting a donation yeah. out of that person, but they're nice mm-hmm. enough to connect with them. And I think that's amazing about the artists in this community. It's just it's mm-hmm. not heard of on YouTube. I can tell you that. You yeah. Know?
1: Yeah, agreed. And it's one reason why I always try on every video to to answer, you know, sometimes I can't get to all the comments. And, you know, as my channel grows, it's going to be more and more difficult. Sure. Um, But I try to at least read all the comments. And I try to respond to some of them if I can. um, Because I feel like, you know, they took the time to watch my video. And, you know, they've maybe taken the time to subscribe. And they've helped to support me and promote me. And, you know, i I want to have that connection with people mm-hmm. because I, I'm i also someone who's in the comments on videos, sure. <laughs> you know, um, and I always try to leave comments for artists, um, you know, when I really appreciate their work. And I think that's a great – I think it's always cool in this community to – you know, as a creator, you have all these comments, but then you're also, again, a consumer – of ASMR, So you're watching videos and you're commenting yourself. And I love seeing other creators on the comments. Mm-hmm. I think that's just the coolest thing.
0: <laughs> I do too. And, and I shouldn't say this because then everybody will take advantage. But if a creator <laughs> leaves a comment on my video, I usually go to their channel, watch their video and mm-hmm. comment back because I'm thinking, gee, they were nice enough to come here. And that mm-hmm. starts to form your own community because as you right. start to become friendly with people, that's how you get to know people, and, mm-hmm. if, and that's how I've discovered a lot of new artists because I took the time to go to their channel and see what they were up to.
1: Yeah, <clears> and I actually do the same thing. Um, and I'm on Twitter. I think you're on Twitter also. Um, and whenever uh, you know a new artist follows me on Twitter, I always kind of like you know check them out, mm-hmm. and track back to their YouTube, and you know see what they're up to. And I do that. I, I do that. I honestly
0: that do way. that too. I do the same thing mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> yeah,
1: I love it. I mean, because I've actually found a lot of really cool artists mm-hmm. that way. And especially, um, like, up-and-coming new artists, you know? yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a great thing about our community is that it's sort of uh, cyclical. You know, we, we're we consumers, and then we become creators, but we're still consumers. And, you know, it's like everybody kind of just goes back and forth between that line. Well, And I think it's kind of cool.
0: This, you know, a lot of people watch ASMR for different various mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Well, this is something, a trick I learned that might help people that are watching ASMR. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, it's been a long time since this has started, around 2012 was when the mm-hmm. real movement started. So it's 2018 now. A lot of people lose their ability to receive ASMR, the tingle effect in their head and everything,
1: Yeah. over
0: time. What I always tell people is, and it's a trick I've learned, it's another reason to look for new artists. I quit watching my regular artists and I go and mm-hmm. search out some new artists, watch their material, check them out. I try to do, watch visual artists versus audio artists and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you'd be surprised. You'll you go back to your regular artists again and you start getting the tingles again. It really does yeah. work. So it is mm-hmm. something you can do and you're you're also helping the community by helping up and coming artists. Right.
1: Great. Help them get so there discovered. You go, folks.
0: Yeah. It's what <laughs> now I do you know and how to deal with your yeah.
1: Tingle immunity.
0: (laughs) I don't, I've never had it. I can watch the classics, Mm -hmm. but once I'm one of those people that's, and I don't know if anybody else does this. I watch an artist over and over and over one video. Mm -hmm. I find that one video I like, and I just watch that one video 20 times. Well, when it Mm -hmm. loses the effect or something, I'll go Mm -hmm. and do my little routine where I check out other artists and then I come back to it. So Mm it works really well.
1: Yeah, that's a great, that's a great idea. That's really good. No, it's so funny. Um, I found a new artist last night, and yeah, I think I, I had his video. I just kept looping it. I think I watched it like five times.
0: <laughs> what, was his, what was his name?
1: Uh, let me, hold on. Let me uh, get over to YouTube here, and I can tell you because he has a fantastic channel. And apparently he he did ASMR, he did a few videos, and then he was like, gone for like two years mm-hmm. and now he's just come back. And so it was really cool in the comments to see everybody going oh my god I've been waiting for you to come back oh we're so happy that you're back it's so cool. Um, and I think that happens a lot uh, creators taking breaks mm-hmm. um, his channel is Gunzy Boy ASMR I've,
0: I've never heard of him I don't think Yeah
1: I know I hadn't either it's G-U-N S-Y-B-O-Y I'll put the link down below. or Gunzy G-U-N as in Nancy S-Y boy yeah, and he, of he just posted this mic brushing because um, I I love brushing. That's mm-hmm. my strongest trigger, and it's like this mic brushing. But he also has personal attention, and the screen's kind of dark because he has like candles in the background, Ooh. and like the audio levels are just perfect. And he's whispering, <laughs> and it's perfect. <laughs> it was just like the most perfect video, and yeah, I had it on loop last night while I was That's working. Cool. It was fantastic. So I'll, I'll link his video down below. You guys check him out. I just, um,
0: I just and- discovered this young guy in England and he likes doing videos with his shirt off. I don't know why. I'm not making fun of him, but I've been <laughs> sending his videos to my you know female friends and they're all mm-hmm. like, oh my God, he's a tall drink of water. <laughs> and he's this tall, good looking guy. Looks like Henry Ca- Cavill or whatever plays Superman. Oh, wow. yeah. Uh-huh. And he's got the British <laughs> accent. And I've been having fun like, sharing them. I'm not making fun of them, but he, he has more than, than like a few shirt shirtless videos, but mm-hmm. he's really good. He has a wonderful voice, a wonderful, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, his name is Sir Lord of Play ASMR, which I guess all oh, the good names were taken, right. so you know <laughs> TR D- w was taken, so he had to yeah. resort to that, you know. <laughs> but he, he's funny. a very nice young man. Mm-hmm. So you, you'll have to it's check him out. Interesting. You'll, well, go yeah,
1: ahead. I will. Oh, no, when you I'll do, ch- check when you check,
0: check them out, out. you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike was right about this guy. I can see why Mike's <laughs> sending his videos to the girls. <laughs> They're like, where were you my whole life?
1: Oh, how funny. Well, I think that kind of goes back to the point that you were making earlier about, um, you know, male and female artists. So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a fantastic way to pull I, people in. I got to, but if there's, I got to tell the oh, story.
0: I got to tell on one mm-hmm. of my friends, though. One of my friends, I sent this guy's video to, to her and she's Mm -hmm. like, well, he, he seems nice, but I'm not into the body stuff. You know, I'm not into Mm -hmm. that or anything. You know, I'm more into, Mm -hmm. you know, cerebral things, cerebral voices, uh, you know, things like (laughs) triggers are more important to me. And then I said, you know, yeah, I get that. Then like about two minutes later, he is hot as hell though. (laughs) I'm like, really? You just noticed. He is hot though. I'm like okay. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, there goes your brain. Yep. <laughs> There's your brain on crack. So yeah,
1: totally. <laughs> oh, how funny. So she'll and probably no, hear I'm... that
0: and go, "Oh, you creep." So, <laughs> that's why I was doing and it. Now,
1: you, know? you know, I think I think that's great because you know you the. The field is getting so flooded with new artists, right? It's, yeah, it's hard to stand out. Uh, you gotta you know, stand how out. How are you gonna stand out? How are you gonna attract people to your channel? So, I mean, I think that's a great way to get people to click over, and, you know, if you don't have anything but that, you're probably not gonna last very long. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, but if you have talent, you know, if there's actually something there after they click you know more power to him that's fantastic
0: oh i just yeah i shouldn't it probably sounds like i'm picking but i think he's a great guy i'm gonna do a collab with him so you know i'm gonna Mm -hmm. i'm gonna help him out so he's a great guy
1: well and see we're talking about him so it worked
0: yeah there you go (laughs) who is this man this masked man oh he's not masked man who is this shirtless masked man (laughs) Oh, how funny. Oh, he's a great kid. He's a, he's a like shouldn't call him kids, but you mm-hmm. know, they're I'm the old man now, so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm. Well, um we never did get on
0: mental health cuz we're laughing I know, now. I'm like I'm overclimp now thinking yeah.
1: about this shirtless man making ASMR. Yeah, who is this? Yeah. Gonna have to go check him out.
0: I can see it now. Yeah and my next guest is shirtless man
1: that's right
0: i know i only do audios but you girls yeah ASMR. you girls are just gonna have to use your imagination but i have his picture right. right in front of me so i have no problem with this
1: Yep, i, I sense a new series coming on yeah there you go yeah so um yeah, let's, we'll kind of go back to our, no, 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 it's totally fine. I, you know, that's one thing that I love about this podcast format and uh, is just having conversations with people. Um, you know, and that's what I want it to be. I want us to just sort of, you know, see where it takes us. Um, and I think there's a lot, there's so many interesting things to talk about. So, um, one of the things that I think has really, really struck me. So, um, my, You know, I I started making ASMR because I found it, and it helped me. Excuse me. But um, I also had another motivation. Um, So I have a a family, and I'm going to get a little personal here. Sure. Um, I have a family member who um, struggles with mental illness, a very serious mental illness. And um, one of my siblings— and um, so my family has been dealing with that for years. Um, I've been very involved with uh, NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and they've helped us tremendously. Um, and so I'm I'm very, I have a lot of personal experience in this area. And, you know, I've watched my sibling struggle with this. Um, and I've watched him become more and more isolated because of this. Um, You know, he's not able to work. He's not able to have a relationship. Um, You know, he's not able to do all the things that a young man, you know, should be out in the world doing Mm and have available to him. And it's absolutely broken my heart. Um, And it's one of the reasons why, uh, from the beginning... I have um, part of my content has been central ASMR and I also do erotica um, behind a paywall because, you know, I think that that is so desperately needed by so many people Mm -hmm. because it's not available to them, um, you know, in in life. Um, And the only way that they're going to find that kind of intimacy and caring and compassion is from art like what I create and so that's always been a factor for me um, and I've always been you know really kind of hypersensitive to that in my audience um, so you know a, a lot of my art is inspired and kind of always in the back of my mind when I'm creating I'm kind of always thinking about um, you know people who this may be their only way to have Intimacy or caring or kindness or love in their lives. Um, and so I get a lot of correspondence from people who, you know, kind of share their stories with me, um, you know, about their depression, about their anxiety, about, you know, the mental, you know, illness that they may be struggling with. Um, and you know, I, I just think that it's so important for us to always remember that, um, that yes, there are people who use it to sleep, to relax, um, you know, to maybe deal with a bad day at work or, you know, things like that. But there are also people who use this art form to, you know, deal with some very serious issues. And I think PTSD is one that I think you um, have mentioned that you get a lot of um, letters about, Um that he, kind of some of your listeners are struggling with that.
0: I I get a lot of military people. My audience is, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not making this up. My audience is like 89 mm-hmm. percent male, according to YouTube. And mm-hmm. you know these are young men that come back from the service and they're they're they have you know, problems to varying degrees. And you want to be mm-hmm. sensitive to it. One thing I try not to do is use the word PTSD in my videos or even mm-hmm. mention it in descriptions or anything because I don't want them to be labeled. I don't want them to feel labeled. I want them to feel like they can come there and get away from that, which might sound odd. You know, I don't like to address specific Mm -hmm. issues and also YouTube's goofy about that. If you try to do videos about the horrible subject of suicide and Mm -hmm. suicide prevention, they immediately flag your video. So who are they kidding? You know, they they should be ashamed of themselves. These yeah, videos should the same be... same with PT. Is it, I didn't know it was that way with PTSD. yeah. I, I, because is, I've never yeah, done it. I've, I've never said yeah, the word.
1: I, yeah, I have. I've done a couple of videos that I tagged with that, and they were immediately,
0: you know, immediately. I swear sponsored. I didn't know that. Uh, but the suicide yeah. and, uh, man, you know, like manic depression, things like that seem to get flagged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't deter me from talking about it, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you got to watch your tags and your titles and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've had a... Way too many soldiers write to me, and I don't want to get political at all, but I do think our country has an obligation, especially when they've been at almost constant war for the most part of this century, to take care of their uh, soldiers, their veterans. I don't even want to Mm -hmm. get into it. And I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on politically. This should be a bipartisan issue. Agreed. Um, yeah. I don't even get into it, but, uh, I tend to get a lot of letters f- from people who are suffering from, well, um, I don't even like to talk about it cause well, I got to talk about it, but I got to talk mm-hmm. about it the right way. I get a lot of letters yeah. from people that are thinking about, uh, suicide and things like that. Right. That seems to be the majority of the letters I get. Right. <clears throat> I'm not sure. I'm sure I know why, but I, I don't know why. But I also tell people, if you need somebody to talk to, I will take a minute and talk to you. I will write back to you. And I do. Right. And it's not that big a struggle. It's not that much time out of my day to connect with somebody that just needs to uh, hear a voice. And, uh, you know, you always wonder if how they're doing when you uh, touch base with somebody like that. Yeah. Because you don't always hear back from them. Most of the time you don't. And uh, that's why I made a firm decision to always comment if somebody writes that in my comment section to address Mm -hmm. it. There is somebody out there that's listening. I'm listening. I'm writing back to you. I'm taking the time to write to you. Mm -hmm. The people are willing to listen. And uh, we, I don't want to, you know, I got to watch what I say because I know that it's just a subject that's sensitive to me and I don't want to say it the wrong way. Sure. I don't know how, I don't it's funny I'm tongue tied about it I can talk about anything else and I kind of thought about this before I came on here today and I thought I wouldn't have a problem talking about it in the right way but I'm I get overly sensitive because it seems like it comes in waves like right now it's summer and everybody's having fun and there's a lot of sunlight and everybody's having a good mm-hmm. time outside and fireworks and parades and swimming you know what I mean so everybody's yeah. happy but I think come fall, it'll start up again because that's when I start getting it. And, mm-hmm. you know, the holidays are horrible for so many people.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And, and this I this is my opinion. I think 90% of these problems are bad parenting. I don't want to go into details specifically so somebody knows I'm talking mm-hmm. about them. But oh, I sure. really think bad parenting is the problem right now. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is nobody listens nobody takes the time to check on these kids and find out what they're up to and what they're doing and what they're going through if you just sit them down and talk to them for a few minutes that maybe all they needed was somebody to take the time to spend spend a moment with them right. like you were saying your aunt got sensitive about your hair mm-hmm. brushing that's a good example yeah. uh, if you just take it out of context but the same situation mm-hmm. these kids, are going through all these problems. It's mostly kids and young adults and young men, especially trying to find their way in this world. And they make a mistake or they do something wrong or they are confused about things. And what the adults do is what happened to you. I'm not saying your aunt was wrong. It's just the way she handled it. Right. But nobody else stepped in and said, well, well, let's sit down and talk about it and let's air it out Mm -hmm. and let's, You know, you're not a bad person. Everybody reacts to things differently, you know, and nobody explained it to you. Nobody took the time to help you with it and, you know, maybe recognize that you needed something explained to you, the birds and the bees or anything else. Mm -hmm. And these kids go through life so profoundly ignorant of interpersonal relationships. They don't know how to ask for help because nobody ever took the time to... To tell them that they could come up and ask for help, mm-hmm. and I, I see that a lot. And there's a lot of abuse out there too. I mean, and a lot of it comes down to horrible abuse.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I everybody talks about it, but what are they really doing about it? So, right. do you want to ask me? I'll stop right there so you can. I just <laughs> I'll, okay. I'll keep going on and on.
1: Yeah, this is. It's a hard subject. It is a hard subject, and I know I get those letters and comments as well. And you know, I really struggled in the beginning on how to respond to it. Um, just you know, and just, it, talk, and,
0: to just right. talk to them. Just talk to them. Just let them know that you're willing to listen. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not so a pe- that's not a petty cop out. That is, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're the person that's what they need. You're like the last person <laughs> maybe they're going to ask
1: right exactly and you know it's kind of interesting um because the statistics on suicide are you know if if someone is reaching out it means that they want help it means that they really don't want to do it um, that is you know, that is just,
0: exactly almost always right yes
1: yeah and they're just desperate for you know, somebody to help them, to reach out to them. Um, it's kind of interesting. I'm reading this book right now called Lost Connections by Johan Hari. And it's all about um, our, our loss of community, our mm-hmm. loss of connection, and how that's affecting our mental health and our physical health. Um, and it really is exactly what you're talking about, that, you know, we have, you know, a couple of generations of people who are now growing up with, you know, they're, they're in the midst of a crowd, but they have no connections. Um, and one of the interesting statistics that, um, he was talking about in the last chapter that I listened to is that they've done, um, kind of polls and research studies, and maybe like 30 years ago people used to say that they had three close friends when they were surveyed and now the most common response is people have zero close friends mm. um you know and that's that's so damaging for us um
0: well we were so a, it's one human we, beings really were a tribal animal at one time exactly. and that's not that many generations ago And your tribe was about 100, 125 Mm -hmm. people or so that you kind of knew all their names. You knew who they were. Mm -hmm. We've moved so far away from that in such a Mm -hmm. short time period. And it's not just the kids' fault. We give them the – everybody wants to talk about video games and Mm -hmm. iPads and iPhones and all this crap. Who gave it to them? These kids don't have the money to buy all this stuff. These Mm -hmm. kids didn't design the internet we gave it to him. We gave him all this mm-hmm. stuff. And then we told him to shut up and sit in the corner. Just like when we were kids, I'm not sure how mm-hmm. close we are in age, but it was mm-hmm. turn on the TV instant babysitter. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm talking about. And, right. uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying my parents were bad because I think my parents did the best they could. And they weren't guilty of a lot of things. They were guilty of some things I'm talking about, but, yeah. uh, you just see it over and over and over again. You know, mm-hmm. these kids know yeah. Gilligan's Island better than they know, uh, you know their own parents' history and story. I mean, what what their right. what were their parents like when they were our age or younger? You know, or you know what I mean when they were kids. You know, right. I I'm fifty. When I was forty nine, I found out how my parents met when they were dating. Oh
1: my goodness! They never
0: told me, and that's a, wow. that's a like a tiny you know. And I was so taken by their story. It was so ro- romantic mm-hmm. and silly and mm-hmm. a dumb little story, but it's like. You waited till I was 49 to tell me, you know what I mean? And it's like right. we don't sit our kids down and talk to them and tell them things, mm-hmm. which yeah. I'm not saying I'm a great parent, but I did talk to my children. And if mm-hmm. I got angry about something, said, you know, I don't want you around that person or I don't want you doing that, I sat them down and I tried to talk to them about it. And I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, yell at them or talk down to them. We tried to talk. And then we let it go. You let it go. You put it away. I'm not saying I was a great dad, but my kids have come back to me and said, you're not too bad from what they've seen, they got out there and said, "You know you really weren't that bad a guy, so right. and
1: well, that's good that's good feedback
0: <laughs> well it's it's a scary world out there Then they've lost yeah, fr- and is. they've lost friends, and I think you know what I'm talking about oh, they've lost friends yeah. that are no longer with us, and it's like oh, wow. one kid in particular I was like, if I could have got a hold of this kid for ten minutes, he'd be all right not oh, not that I gosh. could do anything, but he didn't have a dad or a he had a mom that right. cared about him, but he didn't have a dad that was doing the right thing. And if he would have had a another man or anybody tell him what your dad's doing is wrong, the kid mm-hmm. would still be alive today. I, I I mean, I think that. I could be wrong. You never know, but you just sit there and kick yourself, you know? Yeah. You watch these kids grow up, and then you see how they just go down that rabbit hole, and they don't mm-hmm. come back out. And it just, it's heartbreaking, you know? So. Yeah,
1: it is. It really is.
0: And and about like your brother, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think another problem these days, I'm not saying anything is not being done. We do this thing where we label these men and these young Mm -hmm. women. We label them. We label them as anorexic. We label them as cutters. We label them as PTSD or manic depressive or bipolar. Mm -hmm. They might have a disorder. I think I suffer from different social anxiety disease, mental diseases myself. Mm I refuse to let myself be defined by these things. It's my inner courage that says, okay, so I'm funny about crowds, so I don't like to stay at people's houses, so I don't want to go to a party. I'm uncomfortable Mm -hmm. around certain people. I get in my car and I go on a vacation and I spend time with strangers and I make myself do these things. And I have a great time Mm -hmm. because you have to say I'm not going to label myself as sick or or wounded or or less than. And that's what I like to teach less than I'm not less than uh-huh. and neither are you, uh-huh. you know, you can do these things. And, and that's something a lot of veterans and a lot of people have wrote to me about that. Uh-huh. I took the time to I'm not a professional healthcare worker, but I'm like the guy uh-huh. you could sit at a bar with and have a beer with. And uh-huh. once you talk about your problems, they sound kind of silly and they sound kind of right. dumb and that's not making fun of the person's problems. It's like, you know, when I kind of put it out there in the open, it's not that bad. I can live with this and I can get over mm-hmm. this. And the guy can move right. on from it. And sometimes that's what they need. They need somebody to listen. And your mm-hmm. family member is very lucky to have somebody like you that's willing to work with them and mm-hmm. and acknowledge that it's a problem that needs worked with and not forgotten about or let go or right. just stick him in front of the television. Maybe he'll go away. Right. So – Sorry.
1: And I think you. No, you're fine. I, I think you bring up a really good point about language, um, and how we use language in relation to these brain diseases um, or these, you know, problems that people struggle
0: with. Um, well, the the author Alan Moore said it better than anybody, and you can look it up on YouTube. He talks about how he became a magic magician, and language is an is a magic spell. Yeah. You know, you a bard can tell a story about a king and the king can live on forever as the great mm-hmm. king. But a bard can also kill a king. He can do a mm-hmm. story about a king that outlasts that king's lifetime, that they could be singing the songs of the awful, horrible king for the next thousand years. Words mm-hmm. have incredible power. Yes. And you can really cut a person apart. I'll, if you don't mind, I'll tell you a personal mistake I made. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I'm sitting with my wife and my niece was over and my daughter was being a 15-year-old girl like they all are and driving me <laughs> insane. She did something. Oh, we were trying to train the dog to do a specific trick. And the dog just started doing it. And she did something to interrupt it. And dogs are like one minute they're here, the next they're gone. Right. And I said, oh, you dummy. You screwed uh, everything up. My wife said, you called her a Dummy. Mm -hmm. Not that I haven't ever yelled at my kids, but I went, you know, that was really ignorant of me. And I actually Mm -hmm. said at the time, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And I know this might sound pathetic as a dad or maybe I'm a good dad. I don't know. I don't. Mm -hmm. It bothered me so much. Later on, I texted my daughter. I said, can I call you? And I called her up because I was at work Mm -hmm. then. And I said, you know, earlier today when I said you were a dummy and that, and I did apologize. At that Mm -hmm. very moment, I realized I made a mistake and I apologized. That's not Mm -hmm. good enough. Dad should never say that to you dad should never call you that. And it was a mistake. I made a mistake. And she's like, it's okay, dad. And she was probably didn't even remember what happened, but you know what? Mm -hmm. It's still in there. You still did it. Those words have power and they get in there and they cripple these people. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you shouldn't tell a person they have a a diagnosis. This isn't what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about, or they shouldn't get the care they need. I'm saying, don't run around saying, I used to have a friend that would come up to me and say, hi, I'm, john for instance i'm bipolar i'd say john Mm -hmm. don't introduce yourself that way you're not john bipolar you're john right get rid of that throw it out nobody needs Mm -hmm. to know that it's none of their Mm -hmm. business and i i I see a lot of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. you know i'm hyper like kids i'm sorry but real quick kids kids will say hi i'm hyper like that's how they describe themselves Mm -hmm. well who told who taught you that crap And, you know, it's like, who put that on you? Right. So.
1: Yeah, it's so important not to identify other people or identify yourself as your disease, as your disorder. Um, You know, you may have that, you may struggle with that, but you are not that. Um, And I think that's where, you know, language comes in and it's so critical and so important. Um, You know, and I think also, you know, throwing words around like, you know, crazy or, you know, kind of, the, kind of that kind of language can be really damaging as well. Like what you were talking about with the word dummy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just
0: calling somebody a dummy, an idiot. Uh, mm-hmm. And pardon my French for saying these words, but just in the last 10 years, you know, we used to run around calling everybody a retard and we mm-hmm. realized that's a really insensitive, ignorant use of that word. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. racist because it's not a race of mentally retarded people. People are mm-hmm. mentally retarded, but we're using mm-hmm. it like a racist word. You mm-hmm. know, in, the, in their other words, I won't even say it. I'll just spell it. The word "fag." Mm-hmm. Guys used to run around and say, "Oh, you're being an right. fag all the time." This mm-hmm. is just in the last ten years we've realized mm-hmm. those kind of words are so stigmatizing. You know, a kid mm-hmm. may not even be homosexual or retarded or anything, but you just put all that on him, and mm-hmm. everybody's calling him that now. You know, right. so this, these are words I've recognized in my own life in the last so many years that we've realized gee, that's really ignorant to do that. Mm-hmm. So, And there's more, you know, there's always more.
1: Yeah. yeah, so I think it is really important to, you know, become aware of that, maybe in, even in your own vocabulary, and then to, you know, start to address it. Yeah. Um, I know I've, I've done that myself over the last few years um, with a lot of terms, you know, kind of related um, to mental illness. And it's amazing when you start paying attention how much you notice them out in the world, um, on television and movies, you know, just in your normal conversations and, um, yeah, you really start to be, like you said, hyper aware of these things out in the world. All right, Mike. Well, I have really enjoyed talking to you today. Oh, you're you're done with me? (laughs) You
0: don't have any other questions?
1: (laughs) Well, we've been talking for a little bit over an hour. Has Um, it been an hour? It has been, Oh my goodness. I'm ridiculous. (laughs) No, not at all. I've had such a great time. Thank you so much for being on. Um, is there anything else that you feel like you didn't get a chance to talk about or you didn't get a chance to say no, or I, that you want to put out there? No,
0: I mean, you're going to put a link to my channel that's good enough. I don't even have to say who Absolutely. I am here. I mean, it's good enough. And uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I don't know if we've ever talked like – I knew you were into the exotic or er, erotic stuff and the mm-hmm. regular ASMR, and I never batted an eye because I felt the same way you did. I don't do that kind of stuff myself, but there is a place mm-hmm. for it, and there's a the, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people out there who have intimacy issues, and I think it's very brave of you to, to, to take the tact that you do with it, that you're very mm-hmm. open about it, and it's very admirable, and I really do. I really admire your, your tenacity when it comes to the subject matter. Oh, thank you. And I think you're, you're very tasteful in how you present yourself. And I, I think you're a lady, mm-hmm. and I'm very amazed by the way you carry yourself. So <laughs> oh, thank you. No, I'm that's, serious. That's I, and that's not me just saying that. I'm very open. I, I think when I met you, I, mm-hmm. my wife was, oh, who's that lady? And I'm talking to her about podcasts, and she's coaching mm-hmm. me a little bit because I'd like to do a podcast myself, but I can't get my mm-hmm. head wrapped around it. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. she, does, she does erotic videos, and she does this over here, and I'm showing my wife. Mm-hmm. Didn't bat an eye. It's because oh, that's, that's your wonderful. Why be? The you know, life's too short. You know.
1: Hmm. Well, and I think there's also you know there there is a stigma around this type of content, um, which you know a lot of it has to do with our culture. Um, oh, American Americans. We could get into. Americans <laughs> are like, so oh. backwards. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like a whole other podcast there. Let's
0: let's um, teach and, our kids abstinence. Right. And then, when they get that pregnant, works. they'll say, "Well, he said, as long as we just held hands, it was okay,
1: right, oh yeah, yeah,
0: okay, great, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. smart,
1: and so <laughs> that's another you know, that's hard. another
0: podcast,
1: I know. yeah, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> but I think you know it's really difficult, you know people who need this kind of intimacy, who need this kind of connection, you know really the only option out there for them is pornography, yes." Which is great for the physical need, but it does nothing for the emotional or intimacy needs. That's right. And so, you know, they, you know, watch that content and they're still, they still can't get what they need, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's where sensual ASMR comes in because ASMR is all about intimacy. It's about kindness. It's about connection. And, you know... This is just taking what's already there and putting it into a little bit of a different context. Um, is it for everyone? No, um, is it for adults? Yes, it's not meant for children. Um, you know, but yeah i I get I get really frustrated sometimes you know um, that. You know, this sort of gets lumped in with pornography. And no, I, I can
0: understand that, and yeah, I can see that. But it's not pornography. No, it's 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 just role playing for adults. Which mm-hmm. you know, right. there was uh, rated R movies. I mean, there's sex scenes mm-hmm. in rated R movies, and there's right. different kinds of language in rated R movies. And if you're stupid enough to take your 13 year old to see Fifty Shades of Grey, then that's your problem. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, I mean, it's it wasn't <laughs> pornography, and it wasn't sexual. But that mm-hmm. movie, uh, South Park movie, the cartoon, it's a cartoon, mm-hmm. right? I went to see it and there's somebody brought their twelve year old kid to see it.
1: That kid looked like
0: he was shell shocked when he walked out of there. He was shaking. And I my wife was like, Who would be stupid enough to bring that Well, I said, Don't worry about it, it's none of our business. We looked at that kid, that kid had his mouth down to his knees. He was like, What Mm -hmm. did I just witness?
1: Yeah. Hey, you know I felt when I watched that movie. (laughs) I know, I was
0: an adult and I'm like, This is too much for me. Kamehameha. So, you know, I'm watching it thinking, This is way out there. (sighs) But the thing yeah. is, you know, if you're smart, if you're if you want to show your 6-year-old the exorcist uncut mm-hmm. on DVD, Blu-ray, that's your problem, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right. we all know mm-hmm. there's boundaries and yeah. limitations to everything. Yeah, of course. But that's why those movies were made because they made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And there was a market yeah. for them. So, there's yeah. a market for what you're doing. It's not like
1: Absolutely. you're doing
0: something that isn't getting paid for somewhere right. else. So,
1: Yeah. And, you know, the other thing about this, it's really, really important to me to make sure that it's not salacious, Mm -hmm. that, you know, that I do remain true to kind of my core mission and my core purpose for creating this content. You know, it's not just for titillation. Um, you know, there there's a larger purpose behind it. There's something else that's driving these stories, that's driving these role plays. You know, there are certain things that I always try to work into it, like you know, being encouraging, sure, um, being comforting. You know, providing that intimacy, providing that kindness, providing that connection. Um, you know and and it's very, very, very much needed in the world. Um, and the world hasn't quite caught up with me yet, but that's okay.
0: No, I'm gonna I bring
1: I, them right along. I'm gonna just sort of pull them along with me.
0: <laughs> I totally agree with you because there's just so many lost souls out there that uh, there's mm-hmm. definitely a market for it, and uh, there's a lot yeah. of heartbroken, heartbroken, uh, yes, you know, romantics out there yeah. that could use a little comfort once in a while and it's not there's nothing yeah. wrong with it i mean there's all kinds of stuff i mean come on and people that went to see 50 shades of gray they weren't fooling me <laughs> right you know it's not high art we all know why yeah. you went there <laughs> <laughs> thank god my wife didn't read those books oh i just yeah, didn't want to i just didn't want to go not that i don't have a yeah. problem with it i just didn't feel like going <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was definitely definitely not high art, that's for sure. No.
0: <laughs> I want to see another man that's better at sex than me. I want to see another man on screen, a big screen, that's better than me at it. That's what I want to see. <laughs> you got to bring it back around, you know?
1: That's right. <laughs>
0: no, but I had a great time talking to you. I really oh, did.
1: Good. I'm glad I did too. Yeah. Um, this I I just love connecting with other creators, and I love this format because we can have you know longer, more in depth discussions sure. of these issues, you know, and really explore our community and what it means to be a creator, what it means to be an ASM artist. Um, you know, I just I just love it. Um, so thank you so much for agreeing to be on and for no talking to me today. Yeah, I had a fantastic time. So everyone, be sure to check out Mike's channel. Um, He does some amazing role plays. And he also has a really great series called um, ASMR Idols, where he promoted a lot of really smaller channels. So it's a great way to discover um, some smaller artists and other channels that you can check out. So I'm going to link all of his um, social media accounts and YouTube channel down below. So be sure to go over there and show him some love. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I hope that you're enjoying this series. And stay tuned because I am going to be doing a podcast on the Lost Connections book. Um, there's a lot there that I really want to talk about that relates to mental illness, um, our loss of connection, our loss of community. And I'm going to be having Tim Van Orden on again to discuss that book with me. So stay wow. tuned for that. That'll be coming in the next few weeks. So thanks again, Mike, for being on. It was such a pleasure to have you. you.
0: No problem. I really enjoyed it, Grace, and uh, like I said, I, I do watch your or listen to your audios, and you're a fantastic artist. And i hope I hope the skies a limit for you.
1: Oh, thank you. Okay, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
0: the two megastars summer mashup the awesome iphone on the rockstar metro pcs network get the iphone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits it's a hit get an iphone sc on us when you switch metro pcs coverage not available in some areas plus
1: sales tax and ten dollar activation fee requires of number not currently active on t-mobile network or on metro pcs in past 90 days to
0: an unlimited lte plan see store for details and terms and conditions